starting with, with praying for the nation, but then we're going to move uh, quickly into praying for our church. Um, it, it's, it's good that you're here. We need to be a people of prayer. And, and it's not just tonight. It's consistently uh, lifting up this project, lifting up this church to God. This is, this is too important uh, to, to not be taking seriously for eternal reasons. There are people that can be affected eternally by this church and its ministry. And Satan's not happy with that. He doesn't want this thing to succeed. And so there are going to be roadblocks, and we've already seen those. But we need to, as a community of faith, pray strongly and boldly. Amen? Amen. That is our call. So what I would like to do is just to open up and uh, pray for, for the nation here. And then we're going to move into a set of music. And uh, then we're going to hear some updates about the, the building. Uh, there are microphones. We're going to open it up for you to pray as the Lord leads you to please go to a microphone. And, and uh, if, if the Lord leads you to, to, to pray, uh, you can lead us in prayer as well. But right now, as a national day of prayer, let's, let's pause for a few moments and pray for our country. Lord God, we thank you and we praise you for an opportunity to pray freely in the country in which we live. And as we join thousands and thousands of people all over the nation praying today, we lift our nation to you. We lift our leaders to you. We lift those who serve in public office and, and those who are in civil positions and and our public servants. We lift up those who are in our city and our area here in, in Silvis and, and East Moline and Carbon Cliff. And, uh, Lord, we pray for all the uh, decisions to be, to be made in the Quad Cities concerning the flooding. Lord, we lift up our president and the, the, uh, all, the, all the staff, all the, those who are seeking to run our nation those who senators and congressmen. We lift up all of the, uh, those who are uh, doing what they can to, uh, to guide our nation. Lord, we ask that you inspire in them a God-centered uh, direction, that your will will be done in our nation, and that we will truly be a nation, one nation under God, and that we will uh, <clears throat> listen to you as we move forward we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to pray, pray to, tonight for our church and, and for the nation. And I ask, Lord, that you be with us during this time, that your Holy Spirit come and fill our hearts, fill this room, that we will sense you in a mighty way because of our prayers that we lift up to you. We love you, Lord. And as we've been taught by, by you, Lord Jesus, hear our prayers as, as as uh, we pray the prayer that you taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Philippians 4.4, 4, Paul writes, Rejoice in the Lord always. I say again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. As we sing tonight, let this be your prayer. God, you're so good.
answer prayers.
been quite a, a day of traveling around being with different members of our church who are unable to be here for Holy Communion on Sunday and I've spent spending time with them and um, I've kept on a WDLM radio station to hear to hear the prayers of the, the people of the world and the country um, but also it was incredible every time I would get back in the car and start the engine and the radio would come on and it would be somebody preaching to me about not worrying. <laughs> it was quite the God day for me to be in that place. And so um, the scripture that was read by Lindru was one of those that um, was referred to today, but also one that I felt that um, God gave is from um, Matthew chapter 6 about worry. So do not worry, saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans, people who don't believe in God, they run after all those kind of things. With, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And um, that seek ye first the kingdom of God, that, uh, that seeking of the first, as it was just taught to me in the car today, is that there's a whole bunch of different possibilities. But the one that you are going to center on is God. First, primost, priority. And all other things come into line. That, um, that 
song that I learned as a child. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. And the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Lord, I, I want to thank you not only for the blessing of in less than 48 hours to call a prayer meeting, have this many people show up. I thank you for a church family that responds and understands the priority and the importance of prayer. I thank you, Father, for uh, a dry place to be today. I thank you, Father, for the problems that we face. It's real easy to thank you for blessing after blessing after blessing. But, Father, I thank you for the problems because it's real easy for us to forget how important our faith is in you and our attention on you and our need for you when things are going well. And when they become challenging, when they become um, a place of concern or even uh, anxiety, to know that you're bigger than all of this. You are way bigger than anything that has happened, will happen. And we will be amazed. It will be an incredible part of our testimony that will have this God place of how you've showed up in miraculous ways to make a way where at times there seemed no way. So, Father, I am, I am claiming that for you and with you. And I also claim Ephesians 3, 20 and 21, who says that you are God who answers our prayers far greater ways than we could ever ask or imagine. So, Father, even where we don't even know how to ask, you are about already providing the answer. So I thank you. I thank you that you're that kind of a God. And Father, I feel like a little bit like um, a child that I'm bringing broken pieces to my daddy and say, will you fix this? And you know, my dad always did. And you always do. It's not always the way I want it, but it's always better than I ask. So I pray these things in your name, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Joy. Um, one of the things that you've heard me say before is that if you want more of the Holy Spirit, I mean, if you really want more of the Holy Spirit, go out and find something so big that you'll fall flat on your face without him. And we are in the midst of that, whether we realize it or not. And, and so what we're going to do is, is uh, get some... Get some uh, uh, Updates on where we are on this amazing and mighty uh, attempt at God's kingdom uh, work here in this world. And that's the, the building campaign. And there's a, a couple questions. I think you'll want to know what, what the updates are with the building. And I've asked that Ted Borkman would come up in a few minutes and just tell us a little bit about that. But another question is, how are we doing financially? And I'm going to put her on the spot. Carol, would you come up and tell us how we're doing financially? Well, I have to tell you, the older I get, the tougher it is to carry my spreadsheet in my brain. So... <laughs> But at the current time, we have over $2 million in pledges towards a $3 million plus dollar goal. We have in actual contributions, we hit a, a good milestone here a couple of weeks ago at a million five hundred and 
Do you remember that number, Dave? 509,000 and something? So, yes. That includes, a lot of that is pledged money. So, the $2 million in pledges and the million and a half in receipts means that many of our pledges have been paid in full, which is going to help us avoid a lot of interest expense. So that's great news. That also means that we still have a ways to go because we can only expect another half million dollars from the pledges that we've received so far, and that will still leave us a million dollars left to pay on the loan. But because we've had so much money coming in, our loan request was for two and a half million dollars, and even as close as we are to completion, we've drawn less than a million dollars against our loan. Everything else that we've paid so far has been out of monies received. So that's at no interest. So that $3.4 million <laughs> that we were looking at early on included a lot of interest that we're not going to have to pay. So I think we're doing really well financially. Okay. So I would encourage you to join Joy and me, and I know you already are doing that, to pray for provisions of this project. Uh, we, we, have a, we have a dream and a prayer that we will not have a second camp financial campaign, that we will take care of that debt and move on doing the things that we're supposed to be doing as a Church of Jesus Christ. So pray with me, pray fervently. God has a cattle on a thousand hills. You know, he, he can, he can through with, with us, he can make this happen. And so uh, if you haven't pledged yet, please consider making a pl pledge. Pray about what God wants you to give and, and make that pledge. Thank you so much for doing so well on, on the pledges that, that you've already made. Now, uh, there, there will be an opportunity to, to ask questions about uh, um, the campaign, financial campaign, and also about the building. But to help maybe answer some of the questions you have, I've asked Ted Borkren to come forward. Ted, come on down. Uh, Chuck? Oh, okay. And as he's coming, I just want us to, th to thank him for what he's doing. Okay, a little update on the building. Uh, before we get to the Niagara Falls out here, I'll tell you the good stuff. Uh, the contractor is very, very close to finishing up the upstairs 100%. We're hanging doors. Uh, the painter's about done. The railings are up around the walking track. The flooring is going to start next week. Uh, HVAC is done. The electrical is done. It's going real well. Uh, if we hadn't had our rains here in the last month, we'd have been doing good outside too, but that kind of set everything back. Our little problem out front here has stopped construction on the lower level on the finished stuff. Uh, everything else is complete, but we're not going to put in the floor or anything like that until we get our problem resolved out there. And based on the meeting that we had today with the uh, engineers, the architect, ourselves, the contractors, uh, we've developed a plan that if the city goes along with it, it's something that can be installed in about 10 to 12 days uh, at minimal cost. It'll get us over the hill. It'll be a permanent fix and we can go towards finishing the outside of the job. So we got a plan. Uh, as far as the outside, the concrete work around the sidewalks and everything are going to start as soon as it dries up a little bit. And I know we had the uh, concrete contractor over here today. They've got the sidewalks laid out. They're putting in the, the stone around the area. You probably saw that. And uh, once those are in, then we can address the parking lot and alleviate a lot of the problems that we have out there. So. Other than our little step back out here that I think we're over the hill, um, it's going real well. Any questions? Oh, this is easy. <laughs> Thank you. Minimal cost. Getting that, I'm getting that number tomorrow. But I will tell you this, it's half of the, of the first cost we had. The first one was... Uh, Oh, it's approaching fifty, sixty thousand dollar fix. Much less than that now. Uh, pardon? It was to me. <laughs> we don't like cost overruns, so we'll see. It's not our pipe. It's not our water. It's all city water. 
Um, they seem to think that years and years ago, the city had a stormwater easement that allowed us to allowed them to dump water onto our property prior to, you know, the parking lot and everything being installed. Uh, they can't find that easement. Neither can we. I don't think it's there. I think this pipe that was uncovered was abandoned years and years ago. It had backfed up the street. We opened it up when we opened up the uh, detention pond, and we got a lot of water. Right now it's plugged. Uh, the city doesn't like that because uh, the manhole covers are blowing up on 7th Street. But we've also got a plan to relieve that pressure into our current catch basins that we installed that it'll relieve that problem too for a while. So I think, I think we're getting there. Yep. Yep. That's all part of it. Mm -hmm. Minimal. Uh, we thought we had some cabinet damage in the uh, uh, kitchen area, but it was up and down so fast that uh, it didn't do anything. Uh, there weren't any finished flooring put down, so that was, we just had the concrete. Uh, there's some drywall in the kitchen that we're going to address. We don't know if there's going to have a wet issue, a mold issue, or something in there, but that's going to get addressed. But I was really surprised about how minimal it was. We did have about four or five inches in there. Yeah. No, no. Our storm line out there, that 15-inch line, when it, when it blew during the heavy storm we had, it did. It, we got pictures of it. It looked like Niagara Falls coming out of the bank. And the existing catch basins that had the silt fence around them, it came out so fast it, fast, it took the silt fence, put it into the pipe, and plugged it. So <laughs> we had two problems out there of uh, too much rain, too fast, and plugging what egress we had. So. Mm hmm They're planning on running a 24-inch line. It's engineered for 15-inch, but right now it's in, we're thinking about a 24-inch line tying onto our 36 out there, and we won't have a problem. We have builders' risk. Um, they've been notified. They're aware of it. Um, time will tell. You know, we've, we've got some numbers. We're going to present it to the city. Uh, the contractor that put in the water line last year also broke the storm line, and the patch that was put on the storm line was inadequate. So again, when we, when we took the pressure off the bank, it exposed some of that, and the, the patch blew. So there's a lot of parties involved. That's why it's taking so long to get it going. This is getting easy. That one's hard. <laughs> There's probably less than 30 days worth of work out there. But that's, the Lord's got to be on our side yet. Right now, he's, right now he's giving us challenges. I don't even call them problems. But uh, uh, actual work time, there's probably 30 days worth of work. We've got the elevator inspected. ramp, well, there'll be a ramp going down to, uh, you know, from the food pantry doors down to our garage. That sidewalk ramps down. But the handicap ramp actually goes to the south, or to the north, and there's a ramp out to the parking lot on that end, but that'll be very, very gentle. This is kind of steep. The area right in front of the food pantry doors are steps. The sidewalk sets, sidewalk sets about eight foot out from the face of the building. I think it's six and a half foot wide. There's a 30 inch space, five and a half foot wide, and a 30 inch space next to the building for planning. But it's a, it's a sizable sidewalk.
doubles back to the parking lot to the uh, uh, west. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You got to replace them. Oh, yeah, yeah. They were hoping they didn't have to take them out, but after they dug the hole, it was, ooh, boy, it got too steep a bank there, and they had to take them out, unfortunately. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, in fact, I think I've got a drawing of it in the mailroom, yeah. You don't gain parking spots around the new building. Uh, the building took up the entire grass area, and what we did have, we'll still have. Uh, there are additional parking areas uh, in the grassy area to the east of our existing north lot there. They're extending that out. But we don't, we don't gain anything on the, on the alley side. Not yet. We've been looking at a lot of other things. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> Not, not, not just me. We should have the same issue out here when we're done, too. We should, we should end our water problems. Yeah. There you go. That's some big pipe. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just a little bit. before we were finished. Yes. Yes, you're exactly right. I think it's your turn, Roger. Thank you. I'm going to put Bobby McCoy on the spot. To, to open us up in prayer. Bobby has been a prayer warrior and a part of the, the uh, prayer ministry for how many years? You and Burl. I mean, you, you uh, that's before Model T's, wasn't it, that you were praying? <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> but, Bobby, we would be honored if you would open up this prayer time uh, with with some some prayer, and then after Bobby is through, there are two microphones, and I just as the Lord would lead you, I would ask you to uh, to pray. Uh, and you know, there's there's uh, reasons to praise God here. And Kathy, you just pointed out one to me that I, I I'm praising God about that. That's just awesome. So thank you, sir. Let us pray, please. Heavenly Father, I consider it an honor and a privilege to be a prayer warrior in this wonderful church. And I just ask that you reach out to each and every member of this church and let them realize what an honor and a privilege it is to pray to you. Um, we have been prayer warriors now ever since we saw the movie The War Room. But even before that, we had a prayer ministry here and I just thank you and ask that you uh, give us all your love and your peace your grace thank you so much for having the new building uh, come as it has at this point and as uh, Kathy Ramp said thank God we found this problem before the building was completed but we know it is all because of you, Lord. 
and we just uh, thank you and praise you. And in Jesus' name I pray, amen. Romans 12, 9. Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another, another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor, serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Share with the Lord's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. Heavenly Father, I just pray that all of this be a part of um, this new building, that we just continue to work forward and just keep our passion and keep our fervor in serving you and to show love to those that are hurting. And uh, like we're seeing right now, Father, with all this flooding and stuff going on, that this building could be of great use to um, reach out to those who might be finding themselves homeless right now or um, businesses that might need a place to have a meeting or, or to regroup or to serve food. But to, and as it says, Father, in the word, to show hospitality. So let's just um, continue to move forward and, and uh, just follow our calling to you. And thank you for loving us so much um, and for doing so much and allowing us to be a part of what you're blessing. Thank you, Jesus. Dear Lord God, as we come this night, we just lift up and praise your holy name. We ask for discernment in the next several weeks as major decisions have to be made. And as Joy said, sometimes difficulties are what we need. Maybe it was God's difficulties with the Niagara Falls, the water, to open our eyes and understand that there are things that need to be fixed and be fixed well. I'm excited about the future of this church and what it's going to do for the members, but more excitedly, dear Lord God, of what we're going to do in the community and with on the thousands of lives that will be changed because of our Life Center, because we took our faith that God gave us with the Holy Spirit to go out and make life anew in the Quad Cities. We just praise you, Lord God, and again, make us faithful, fill us with your Holy Spirit, Make us understand that you are in every decision made, your fingerprint destroying everything. We just give you praise and thanksgiving for this, and we pray this is in your holy name. Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but only on Jesus' name. On Christ's solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking
encourage you, if you have a favorite scripture, um, something that just speaks into your heart and mind and you want to share that with us, um, this would be, that's God's, that's God's way of talking to us. You know, when we, when we talk to him, he listens. When we read his word, we get to listen. And um, one of my, one of my go-tos is uh, from one, Psalm 121. I lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will never slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The, war, the Lord watches over you. He will keep your life from harm. He watches your coming and your going. Coming and your going. Both now and forevermore. It's just a place of knowing that travel we're on a journey all through our life we're on a journey and to know that the one who made the heavens and the earth he's the one that's with us that's a comfort to me and i would just like to pray for ted um pray a covering of protection over him um, and thank him for the blessing that he's been father i do i praise that you a uh, long time ago brought uh, Edith and Ted and Brenda and their family and placed them in this uh, church family. I praise you and thank you, Lord, for the opportunity that they had to go on Emmaus walks and um, the deep place of faith that, that they were able to um, acknowledge and receive in those, those retreat experiences and Lord, I thank you for the many, many hours he has uh, given to you. Um, the time, the talents that you have invested in him, now he is given into your throne room and great offering of service. He is a servant leader. And I, uh, I thank you for his wisdom through the years that he is um, being able to pour into this place, this uh, incredible, not only project and building, but the ministries that will be um, glorifying you because of your work through him. And I just pray protection over him as he drives to and from the church. I uh, pray for his mom, and um, I know she's a, a patient today at, at IRC, and I thank you, Father, for opportunity to spend some time with her today. And I just pray, Father, that um, in all the problem solving that has yet to, maybe we don't even know what's coming, but it is yet here, that you will continue to guide and lead him and put the right people around him that would um, be able to work and hear clearly his, his um, thoughts, his ideas, and that he would hear clearly from them. There would be really good communication. And where there is... Um, just say it nicely, headbutting, um, where there needs to be um, places where compromise, but also, uh, you know, honest truth needs to be spoken, um, that he would still be able to be a Christian witness in that, and that they would see uh, Christ in him, even when there's places that he needs to be firm, and um, he needs to be bold, that they could see that he is also um, truly much uh, a disciple of yours. So I, I pray that, and um, I pray for all the workers that are on this project and all the hours and hours they've invested, um, that when they've been at this place, that they could sense that this isn't just another building. This is way more important than that. And um, that they'd know they're on holy ground. And I pray this in your name. Amen. From Psalm 25, verses 1 through 5. 
In you, Lord my God, I put my trust. I trust in you. Do not let me be put to shame, nor let my enemies triumph over me. No one who hopes in you will ever be put to shame, but shame will come on those who are treacherous without cause. Show me your ways, Lord. Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth and teach me, for you are God my Savior, and my hope is in you all the day long. Hear our prayer, Lord. God is good. All the time. All the time, God is good. Jeremiah 29, 11, and 12. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. Praise be to God. Stand and sing. My chains are gone. I've been set free. I got my Savior as a ransom me. And like a flood, His mercy reigns.
be seated for a moment. Are there any others who would like to pray? Yes, go ahead. I've been reading a book um, by Maria Shriver. It's called I Was Thinking, and it's a book about, it has many prayers and meditations in it. This morning, this popped up, and I'd like to read it. Dear God, when our problems seem overwhelming, we trust you to take care for what we cannot. We choose to fix our gaze on you and trust in your mighty power. We know nothing will happen that is outside of your knowledge or control. Teach us to find shelter in your presence, to follow you one day at a time, and to take steps that will overcome the challenges we face. Amen. remember that when we started this uh, process, we looked at a uh, book on the Old Testament called Nehemiah, and it has to do with rebuilding the wall and, and finish uh, the, the uh, coming back to Israel. And what, uh, what we've done, some of you have done, is, is prayed scripture today, and I'd like to, to close out this time by, by reminding you again that that whenever God does a good work, he sets his people to pray. Every time in the Bible when there is a miracle or a, a great work, it's because people prayed. And I want to thank you all. I noticed that all the stickers are gone, uh, the 30-minute the thirty minute prayer stickers. Thank you so much for that. Uh, I do need to, to let you know that, that the Silvis campus was the first to have all their stickers gone. So um, those, those prayers will, will be answered. And I'd, I'd like to close this time by praying the scripture. And it comes from the beginning of Nehemiah. If you want to follow along, it's on page 473. And it is, as he was getting started, um, what was the prayer? And I just want to remind you of those early, early times when we just got started, as we're now looking toward the end of the of the of the uh, program uh, of the building. But I, I want to just show you how it, how it speaks to us. And maybe if you will allow me to change some of scripture and make it our own. And it starts with verse 5. Lord, the God of heaven, the great and awesome God who keeps his covenant of love with those who love him and keeps his commandments, let your ear be attentive and your eyes open to hear the prayer of your servants and what we are praying before you day and night for your servants and the people of Israel and also the Quad Cities. We confess the sins of the Israelites, of us, including myself and, and uh, our families, how we've committed against you these sins. We have acted very wickedly toward you. We have not obeyed the commands the, and decrees and laws you gave your servant Moses. Remember the instruction you gave your servant Moses, saying, if you are unfaithful, I will scatter you among the nations. But if you return to me and obey my commands, then even if your exiled people are at the furthest horizon, I will gather them from there, there and bring them to the place I have chosen as a dwelling for my name. They are your servants and your people whom you redeemed by your great strength and your mighty hand. Lord, let your ear be attentive to the prayer of this, your servant, and to the prayer of of your servants who delight in revering your name. Give your servants success today by granting us favor in the presence of those of East Moline and the Quad City area. Help us as we continue to complete this process. And Lord, help us to remember that this is not for us, but it's for those whom we seek to reach for you in the name of Jesus and the people of God said, Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for coming this evening.
This is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. Blessed assurance. Jesus is Yeah. 